0: Thanks for tuning in and this is Sally Cronin with Stories from Tales from the Garden, a collection I wrote in tribute to our home in the mountains to the north of Madrid, where we lived from 1999 to 2016. We inherited a number of statues from the previous owners that were too big to take with them and we also found some discarded around the garden. Perfect characters for stories, some of whom moved on with us to Ireland and appeared in Tales from the Irish Garden. In this story, two stone eagles, hidden many years ago, are unearthed by an unlikely treasure-hunter who fulfils a long-held prophecy. The Last Emperor High above the garden, our feathered cousins soar on the updrafts caused by the scorching summer heat on the peaks and valleys of our mountain. They search diligently for their preferred prey, which is anything that dares to fly beneath them or scuttle out of the undergrowth in search of food. Majestically, they accomplish what we cannot, and have never been able to. From our place guarding the main entrance into the building that now stands on this ancient site, we watch enviously with our own wings fixed in stone. We are the last of the stone eagles that have watched over this magical place. The first were made by a slave of the Roman merchant who built his villa on this mountain over 1800 years ago. He and his countrymen had swept across and settled on the now peaceful sunlit iberian peninsula after many centuries of war he supplied olives figs and grapes to his fellow romans and delivered casks of wine to the garrison of soldiers in the camp down by the river he was a rich man with many slaves collected and bartered during the long journey from the coast to this central part of spain for 200 years the merchant's family prospered and enjoyed the life so far from their original home The skill of stone carving was passed down from the original slave to his sons and their grandsons as the seasons rolled through the decades, but then it all changed as the Visigoths invaded from the north and violence once more shattered the peace of the land. The merchant's family left and retreated back towards the south and eventually began a new life far away. Slaves were left behind in the panic, but being essential to work the land were allowed to settle on farms and in small villages. But the stonemason of that time remained in the crumbling ruins of the old villa and built a modest dwelling where he continued to work and pass on his craft. Finally, his large family scattered across the surrounding areas, towns and cities, lured them away from the rural life, but always one remained to learn the trade and instruct another to take his place. The very last stone Mason, who had no sons, crafted us before he died and as he smoothed our stone wings and hid us within the leafy folds of the boundary hedge, he muttered final words to us Wait for the last emperor. He will come and find you. We waited, and the protective hedge grew around us. A stonemason's humble home crumbled in the heat and snow filled winters until it too joined the grand remains of the Roman villa beneath the soil. Finally, Fifty years ago, the sound of modern machinery woke us from our sleep and we watched between the large green leaves of the hedge as a new villa emerged in front of us. We heard human voices for the first time in many years and the sound of laughter as children played in the gardens. But still, we waited. Thirty-five years passed and the children grew and left the home, leaving an elderly couple rattling around its vast empty rooms. Soon they too left. And all was quiet again one bright morning as we lay in our hiding place we were startled and shocked by the sudden intrusion of a long canine nose that pushed aside our overgrown covering we stared into a pair of eyes that sparkled gleefully upon us from this creature's mouth came forth a high penetrating noise enough to awaken even us stone-bound creatures two human hands reached round the canine and pulled him gently back by his dark purple imperial collar. They then returned and each one of us was lifted clear of the entwining stalks and leaves and we were placed in the sunlight for the first time in over a hundred years. I won't go into the indignity of being cleaned with brush, soap and hot water in places left untouched since our stonemason fashioned us, but finally we were pristine again and placed on our ledge to guard the house as was our duty. We remembered what our old master had said as he had hidden us from sight, and within a short time we knew indeed that the last emperor had arrived, as he came before us wearing his wreath of office and informed us of his imperial title of Moyhill Royal Flush. We and his courtiers were permitted to call him Sam, but only in private. Our joy was beyond comprehension as the prophecy was fulfilled and we took pride and delight in guarding our new master. We remained alert over the next many years as our emperor roamed the grounds on his daily inspection, supervised the garden worker and reigned over his house slaves. Each night he would hold court from the front balcony of the villa, listening to his canine subjects in the valley as they recounted the day's events in his domain. He would wait until they had completed their report and then respond for several minutes, encouraging them to be vigilant and valiant. He would then wait for his house slaves to bring him ice cubes to cool his parched tongue and platters of his royal repast in the form of chicken gizzards and sweet-smelling basmati rice. We, as his loyal cohorts, were not forgotten. As he passed us each day, he would delicately sniff our bodies to check our health, and if he felt we were dehydrated, he would anoint us with his regal blessing. We treasured our role as his elite royal guard, and although, to our great sadness, he has now passed from our sight, we still stand sentry over him today. It is in a place where he can continue to view his great domain and listen to his many canine minions in the valley below. The last emperor has left his mark on this place on us and on his people and will never be forgotten. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you will tune in again for more stories soon.